think of it in any type of an exchange of documents or any type of credentials over the internet, there's usually the issue of who's at the other side? How do I know that the credentials I'm getting are true and verified? And what we said, you know, we can give you a way that will do a few things. One, will allow both sides to trust each other. Second, allow them to exchange verified document, provide the means of communication that is secure where no one can breach in and steal the data, but also protect the people at the other end, right? Make sure that even if there's an attack, they cannot take your information. You're listening to the Digital Data Cafe podcast, where we talk about everything data-driven in your world. Join us each week to hear from the world's top business and industry leaders on why using data in a digital world matters. Here's your host, Albert Thompson. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on an episode of the Digital Data Cafe, hosted by Albert Thompson. I am not Albert Thompson. I am Jason Harris. Uh, Since Albert Thompson's away today, I get to host today's show. I got two amazing guests. We're going to talk about some really cool product that they created and kind of how how the origin story of both, both themselves, their careers, and the product came about. I am so excited. I have Ellie and Lee Wen with Walt. Guys, what an amazing name. I know we're going to go more in depth. I'm in love with the name. I don't know why. I just, I love the name Walt. I love cool names when it comes to cool tech. But uh, before we get super deep into uh, the story behind the tech, I love kicking off these podcasts with a little origin story. A, because I'm just always fascinated. I'm so fascinated to see just how how people come up in their career and how they got started in the industry. So, um Ellie, I'll start with you, and then Luen, I'll ask you the same question. So, Ellie, how did you get started in the industry? What is that origin story? Yes, yeah, so, so I, I, you know, I had at the time when somebody approached me many years of experience in the Israeli security industry, and then in the U.S. more U.S. financial industry. When a good friend approached me and told me about the case of fraud, where somebody was able to steal land and a house from somebody else, and he asked me if there's anything we can do. And initially, I really thought that it's impossible. And like you said, Jason, I was, you know, alone trying to think, figure out why we can secure transactions over the Internet and we can't secure transactions that happen in the physical world. What are the issues that are unique to the Internet, to the the physical world? And it took me about, I think, a few weeks to try and prototype and think of a whole end-to-end flow that will enable us to secure and somehow match somebody's digital identity with physical identity, make sure that every document is authenticated and can be verified, and make sure that authorization work correctly to protect people that participate in those transactions. Then we prototyped it, we wrote some code, we showed that this is possible and this is available, and you can use devices to manage it and run it, and that was the aha moment. Yeah, we could do it, that's amazing. We can go out and let's see if uh, we can get the third parties to join in and help us run it. So you you must have had a passion for security as a young child. You still do, right? You know, like I find like, so so how how did that start? How how did that that passion for just wanting to protect others and, and be conscious of what other data is? How did that start for you? So, so part of it is I really like to play chess and I love mathematics as well. So I always look at it as a chess game between the hackers and those on the other side, right? And in many cases, I I was supposed to be the hacker. uh, I mean, ethical hacker. 
and try to breach into or break into things. And uh, I always find it amazingly fun. And as technology evolve, it doesn't matter how well you protect your environment. Hackers are very creative and do a great job. And uh, so that was a great passion. And I love to read about cases. I mean, I feel really bad for those that are victims, but I, I, I really find it fascinating to see how people find issues and somehow able to penetrate. And uh, so that's always an area of fun for me to try and uh, protect and defend people. Well, it's a passion, right? I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody just wakes up one day and says, I'm going to go create this thing, but I'm just going to do it for the sake of doing it. Like you have to have that passion for, and to your point, so much strategy. I get it. I totally do. I really, really do get that. The hundred makes sense. Hey, Luen, for you, how did you get started down this path uh, of getting into cybersecurity and becoming the superhero of the internet? <laughs> Well, I, um, I'm not a superhero. I, I kind of wandered into a computer science major in the very early, early on. Didn't really know uh, what a computer was, you know, a uh, computer is. So uh, that's how I got started. But the next thing I know, I end up working in the Wall Street and uh, start running the large backend infrastructure. So when Ellie mentioned about this particular product, uh, for me, I'm all about to take some idea and mm -hmm. make it reality. So you have prototype that's being made and then I will, you know, that's my expertise to, to, to break it apart and how to put them back together in a much more organized way and uh, execute it on and so it can be scalable. So that's really how, you know, I... Um, coming to uh, partner with Ellie on this venture. Which, which makes total sense, right? I mean, you have to have this amazing idea, then you gotta have this, the person that's gonna like put it into place and make sure everything gets done. I can see why this is such a good partnership here. Um, uh, Ellie, I think me and you are probably more similar. We, we're always thinking kind of 30,000 square feet in the sky and the clouds just about, and then, and then it totally makes sense uh, why Li Wen is right there, partner next to you, because she's the one's like, we gotta get this done. We're gonna get this done. We're gonna build it out. It's gonna, oh, I can see why this is such a perfect partnership for you guys. This totally makes sense. Register it as a pattern. Do something with it. Don't let this idea just escape. I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've had an idea, didn't do anything to find out later that somebody else has done it two years afterwards. And then in this case, Li Wen said, Ellie, we're just gonna do it. You know, make sure we <laughs> register it. And then here's what it takes to make it real. And uh, that was uh, an amazing experience to me. That's all. Hey, Lewin, I got a question for you because I'm sure at some point you're, you're sitting there, you're listening um, to, you know, to Ellie's you know, idea of, of what this is going to be. And there had to be this moment where like, I can make that work. What, what was it for you? Where were you? What was that story that you know, was just kind of like, yes, I can, I can put that together. <laughs> So uh, as Ellie mentioned that we built a prototype and we're checking things out, you know, and, and we were trying to troubleshoot in very early days, Apple, iOS, you know, it wasn't so smoothly full of bugs and we were just playing around, you know, and um, we, we did not know whether this is going to have any attraction or anyone wanted to use the product, only came to a, a is really um, there were a hackathon happening called FinTech Hackathon, and uh, it's sponsored by Salesforce and one of the biggest bank in Israel. Mm. And uh, so we said, hey, 
you know, why not uh, uh, try that out? See if, uh, you know, they think it's a good idea. And if it's a good idea in, in the banking industry, then perhaps we have something. And so we entered the hackathon. And 48 hours later, we have, we, we just, you know, <laughs> to our surprise, we won the first prize. So cool. after that, that's when we say, okay, we've got something. We have to put our eggs, you know, everything into a basket, get things going and get moving, get some money, you know? Oh, I mean, that makes sense, right? You get the recognition and you're like, okay we got something here. Like, this is a real thing. This needs to go to the next steps. I, I can't imagine kind of how that feels. Um, Ellie, you know, when, when you go from this strategy and this idea to then, you know, really getting you know, the, you know, this, this, this award saying like, you're right. You're a hundred percent. You're there, you know? And then, so let's, so, okay. So you guys go to development, right? So, so now it's got to go from concept, you know, to full, to full, to full on development outside of the prototype, um, you know, now we're just going to kind of what Walt is, because again, I actually, I got to ask, I got to ask about the name first for, before we get into the tech, because I'm in love with, you know, I'm in love with the name. All right. How, how did the name come about? Who wants to take that one? I'll let you guys decide. I'll let you take I guess so. <laughs> she deserves it. Yeah. All right. All how right. did it come about? So like Ellie mentioned before, how do you secure like the physical document, like what you, you know, the first thing you come into your mind, something precious, you put things in the bank vault, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing came to your mind. Then we'll say, well, you know, bank vault is physical and it's harder to open. You know, you need a bank to approve it and have a, a someone to hold another piece of key. All of that sounds very outdated and old. So we said, well, our digital vault is digital, number one. Number two is all the information that you put into your digital vault in the cloud has to be verifiable as if, you know, the bank clerk comes to, oh, you are VWIN. Okay. you got the other key. Yes, I do have other key. All right. That's what a verified verification comes in. So. Thinking about double V is W. So that's how we create a name called Walt instead of Walt. I love it. I absolutely love it. Right? I just, I, I get fascinated how people come up with names for stuff like that. Right. And, but it totally makes sense. It makes a hundred percent sense. And, you know, I can, I can visualize this big steel door of a vault and, you know, but it's, it's got my personal information in there and, 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 and you know, I have, I'm the only one with the access code to that, to that big steel door. And I get to decide who gets access to it and who doesn't. So I, that totally makes sense. Okay. Now let's go into what Walt is. Because I definitely think there's people out there watching and listening right now, you know, that's like, this is cool. Just right. Kind of see where you guys are going so far. You guys have entered a competition, put a prototype out there. Now you got to go put it together. So um, Ellie, in your words, what is Walt? So, so, so you can get you some of the secret, right? She said it's a verified fault. But overall, think of it in any type of an exchange of documents or any type of credentials over the internet, there's usually the issue of who's at the other side? How do I know that the credentials I'm getting are true and verified? And what we said, you know, we can give you a way that will do a few things. One, 
will allow both sides to trust each other. Second, allow them to exchange verified document, provide the means of communication that is secure where no one can breach in and steal the data, but also protect the people at the other end, right? Make sure that even if there's an attack, they cannot hack your information. Even with AI coming, where it would be so easy to forge identity, Vault has the answer, right? And it took us a lot of time, many stages, and when we got it, we really almost jumped out of the chair because I think it's a tremendous promise. Uh, people see it when they install it first time and they see how easy it is to use it and how you know, simple it is to share information, to decide when you want to revoke or take access or grant access. It is so different than what happens today in the world. All your information is there. You cannot control it. People can use it. People can forge it. And so... That's you know in, in in like two words what Vault is. You know that that, that makes sense. I, it, it's a real visual. I can see, I can see the importance of it, right? You know, but I still think there's and this was a perfect segue actually into my next question for you guys, um, because I, I can get it. I, I visually I see it. Um, the uh, ease the, the ease of use that hundred percent makes sense, right? Um, you know, I, I personally have gone through some stuff right now that were some pretty large. Um, exchanges of data. I, I just recently did a mortgage and I had to exchange a bunch of data there. I, I, I moved from Canada to the US and I opened up a bunch of new accounts and, and there was the exchange of data both from cross borders that stuff, a couple things got messed up and I actually had to spend some time. So I can, I can definitely see the value, you know, of being able to kind of control that and be able to decide where it goes. But I think there's other people out there that are going, well, why, what, why, why use, why use that? Because it sounds like it says, well, don't I have that with my bank? You know, I, I, you know, you know what I mean. So, 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 uh, Luann, I'm going to ask you, and then Ellie, I'm going to come back to you because I think you guys both have very kind of different variations of kind of why. And I think there's that's the one cool thing I see with this. I see so many different applications. There's probably a lot of whys. Um, so, Luann, I'll, I'll start with you. Why Walt? Maybe over some of the other options or our competitors out there. So um, the beauty that of Walt is that you get to control that data and your copy is solely controlled by you. Now, if you do some sort of transaction, whether it's with mortgage or with, you know, uh, the border control wanted to see your passport or a bank, you know, that when you open an account, need to see your identity you know, or your transaction buying a home, they basically ask a lot of the same stuff. What happens today is they ask you to go to portal here, portal there, you upload this in, upload that. Yep. For example, the mortgage application is a typical and you are looking for a good rate mortgage and you apply for five different banks and you upload five different set of copies, same thing. And then in the end, you choose one. What happened to the other four banks? They got your information. Good point. You can't take it back. But with what you can. You just say revoke all the things that you just uploaded for the other four banks. Then you get to control those data. Essentially, you, add, you cut off the access for them to access the copy you have. So that's why... Walt is different from other platforms. Well, a lot of people say, well, we have a Dropbox, we have a OneDrive, you know, uh, Google Doc, what's the difference, you know? Well, the thing, the difference is Google 
dogs, OneDrives, Dropbox, whatever boxes, they are all considered collaborative platforms. Yeah, collaborative okay. is modifiable. So once you get in, people can actually making changes. What platform is immutable platform? Anything there is certified, is temper free. So that's the big distinguish between us and the rest of products that are out there. You know what? And, and that makes sense, right? Because like I did do exactly that, that you said, it's funny you say that because, you know, I, I went to four or five banks and, you know, I get about a threat, a thousand credit card offers a day right now. And, you know, cause I can't turn any of it off. They, they, they have my information. So probably in perpetuity forever and ever and ever, I'm going to consistently get stuff, you know, from that bank. And, but that, that's just a singular annoyance. But, but to that point, the, the more my information is out there, all right, the more, I guess, possibility for exposure that I have. Right. And, it, and, and so I can see that. Um, Ellie, I'm going to ask you. So, so I'm, I'm sure like I, there's a lot of whys out there. And I think once I'm kind of done identifying guys' whys, I want to go into a couple of use cases because there's so many cool use cases here. But um, Ellie, for you, what, what was the why behind it? The why? Mm -hmm. Like why Walt over any other solutions uh, currently out there? So I think the, the the big difference between and that was a that was a calculated decision, right? That was a conscious decision that we made. That many of them, there are at least many of our competitors, have a, have a very high threshold of entry. Meaning, for their system to work, there needs to be adaptions from both ends, from all ends. We looked at it and we said we know that big parts of the internet are not there. Many companies are not ready. How do we? push this and allow people to get there without forcing an adoption for many, many other areas. And I think that's what distinguishes us, right? And we, we again, we came with a multi-tier layer of how we verify an, a, an authenticated document and how we allow people to share it with different rating and security levels. And I think that's what makes a difference, right? That's part of our patent. Uh, so that, that's, that's what I think makes us different. And you can join us in and share documents that come from entities that are not core part of the current ecosystem and will allow, will help you and hold your hands or you can go full-fledged and provide documents from entities that are completely part of the ecosystem and that's easier and that follows up but we allow you to do both and slowly slowly migrate into a case where everything is is the way we want it okay see i think that's really cool because it's not just the information that is currently out there about me on the internet but also stuff that i can subsidize and, and add to it yes um yes. you know look i i i have to go buy a new car here relatively soon mm -hmm. and i don't know if anybody watching or listening has ever had to do that or gone through the financing process it sucks it, there's no way of getting around it it's not necessarily i can just if i could just hit one button just say like here's my info Get back to me, you know, instead of just having to go through this two, three hour long. I would love to do that. I just see there's so many use cases. So so this is a perfect segue. Let's let's go into a couple of use cases. I think there's so I, I I'm excited because I think I could use this next time I go buy a car and I don't have to have to do this whole two, three hour. Like, tell me, you know, first name, last name, blood type, firstborn and everything else. I'm just like, here, I gave you access. Now go do whatever you got to do with it, right? There's just there's a simplicity yeah. to that. So so okay. So so Luen, I'll, I'll I'll ask you what's your favorite use case, and then Ellie, I'll ask you as well what your favorite Lewis uh, use case. I, is. I'm telling what, you, this car buying experience can perfectly using Walt. 
I we've gone through car buying or car leasing. You know, every a few years you have to provide the same stuff yeah, every exactly. single time, right? Whether it's lease or whether it's buying, doesn't matter. So, can you imagine if the car dealer adopts what? So before you even get there, you know what forms or what document they need. You can share ahead of time.、Mm-hmm. So when you get there, say, "Oh, yeah, I got your driver's license. I got your pay stubs. I got your this, this, this check, check, check." And they they don't have to re-verify because they are certified already. Those pay stubs are from your.、Uh, Employer, you know,、um, and you you got a driver's license from、mm-hmm. the DMV. They all certified already. They don't have to verify. Oh, is this a fraud? Is this a fake? You know, they don't have to deal with that. And so you go in and okay, just pick out the car and you got everything. Sign here and walk out. That's a perfect scenario, perfect use case, if we get there. Well, I, I think it's a good one, you know, but. The, the cool thing, also being able to control my day, there's just so many. I was thinking of one recently that we, that we talked about,、uh, where you know、um, we were talking about marketing. If you guys don't know, I'm a marketer, been a marketer for 20 years, you know, and today's marketing is all about marketing uh, uh, to the data. So it's data-driven marketing. That's the entire world operates this way. You know, people know this or don't know this, right? You know, so like there, there are things as a marketer I get frustrated with, right? There's, there's because my data is available, I get frustrated because there are certain companies that act like they don't know me, right? And they just kind of randomly do things. You know, like I, I got really frustrated recently because I was watching Hulu with my kids. And I love Hulu; it's great. But you know, there's a difference when I'm watching it versus when my kids watching it, and they、right. pop ads up. In front of this, and here was it. Here was an ad. I was watching a、uh, what was it? A, a kids show or something? It was a movie. It was a movie. It was one hundred percent a kids movie. Ad pops up for Viagra. Like, I'm like, know your audience here. You know, like <laughs> this is weird, right? Like it's just like, and, and, and to a point where now it's like I almost expect people out there because you know you can have access, or I will give you access to my data. But then what do you do with it? Treat it appropriately. You know. That my child's watching this. Why would you present stuff like this? So I know we talked about that as a use case once before, and I still think that's a great use case. Is just being, let's say, better known as an individual when I want to be known. But then, how does that company respect that data coming back, saying, "Okay, we know that you are this old. We know you like fishing. We know you like ATVs because you own one."、Um, you know, it's so so far. Anyways, I digress. Um, Ellie, I'd love to kind of get your favorite use case because I think this is just such a chameleon of of a product that you that you have built here. What, what's one of your favorite use cases? So, so maybe I'll touch one thing because because Luan mentioned one, and you know it could be the same if you wanted to hire me to do your acoustics at your studio, I、mm-hmm. could show my credentials. But I want to talk something else. I want to talk about monetization, right? And man, there are many organizations. You spoke about commercials and ads and so on. And many people would want to know information about you, and you may want to share. Yeah. So that you get targeted、uh, commercials or ad, and you want to even get paid for it, right? And companies will agree to say, you know, if you share with me where you live and what's your education, and maybe where you work and how many years of experience you have, I will pay you because I can sell your data for a lot of money and share it with you. And I really love it that the other side knows that whatever you shared with them has been verified, tested, vetted, 
companies like American Express can buy data that they know is true and correct. You will get ads that may be of interest for you and you'll get paid for it, right? So that's one thing that we're doing now and we think is really cool. And Vault can really open up a whole new uh, area that is, is, this is very hard to do otherwise today. No, and, and I think that'd be really cool. I mean, look, I, I like it when a company um, markets to me because they know me as an individual, yeah. right? Um, and and I'm, I'm, I'm willing to share that data with certain companies because I do want to get marketed to them. You know, I, I own a Polaris ATV and they just came out with a new big family edition, right? Like it's like six seaters. It's the biggest thing they've ever built, right? And I, I want to know this information. I want to be marketed to that as an information. And, and, and Ellie, if I got an opportunity to make a little, monetize a little bit of that in the process, I'm all in. Count me in. This sounds amazing. Uh, hey, guys, I know we're getting towards the tail end of our time today, but I did want to bring up kind of one more question because it's just been such a big hot topic right now online is, is AI and, and, and the security aspect and protecting myself from AI. And, and I figured you guys would probably have, you know, a comment or two about this because I think it's just so, so timely right now. So, so, so Lewin, I'll, I'll start with you and then Ellie, I'll ask you the same, but I'd love to get both of you guys' thoughts on how Walt could potentially just, just help maybe keep a, you know, a, a state of mind of safety around AI. And just, there's a, there's a lot of possibilities AI is going to do. And I think it will be used for amazing things, but as any powerful tool, I think people are, there are going to be people that are going to use it for very bad things as well. So, so Lohan, I'd get, love to get your thoughts on it first. Right. Um, AI is very um, popular, popping uh, word today. So um, most people, the minute they hear AI, they, they I pop, you know, and say, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, we have to have it. And in fact, the AI has been around for a while and many of the company has built, use AI to enhance their product. That's not AI we're talking about, you know. We all, I think, it's not some, you know, news for using AI to enhance your product, search and whatever. Um, I think the AI we really have to pay attention today is how do we prevent AI doing bad things to people, you know, and to the product. That's what we're focused on. And I'm going to let Ellie, you know, to go a little bit deeper on how we think we're going to use AI to um, protect people. Yeah, yes. like Ellie, I think it's such, such a timely topic, right? So, yeah, sorry, absolutely. And it's, all, it's much fun. Look, I mean, when everyone saw the Pope wearing this cool jacket, everyone got scared. Wow, it looks so <laughs> I would have never known, right? Which means that one, it will be really easy to harvest your information. Second, it will be really easy to forge any type of government document that has your information at a quality that no one will be able to, to somehow distinguish even watermarks or anything like that. So what do you do? I mean, and you can do it at the level of millions of records. You could forge the whole U.S. population in probably one night. And then what do I do? You know, somebody can break into my bank account. They can go and show my IDs, right? And that's exactly where Vault comes and solve your problem. Because it would be impossible to do it what? To do, do, do that, a hacker would have to go person by person and would have to spend substantial amount of time to try and forge it, meaning we completely reduce the surface of an attack 
we will expose the hackers before you know it. Second areas of threat of AI is the fact that somebody can go and as a person, if, if I really targeted you, Jason, and I say, you know what, my only goal is not to forge the identity of millions, but just to take or steal Jason's identity because he has such cool, I don't know, TVs or such audience and I want to somehow steal his identity, right? Even there, we have a way to protect you and make sure that if you apply to Vault before this hacker tried it, they would never be able to forge your identity, never. And uh, so these are some two new patterns that we are writing now. Uh, the, the product already supports the features, but just try to explain it and make sure that uh, our patent is protected. Well, and it makes sense. It's about verification, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's it's it's kind of cool, kind of kind of scary, kind of crazy all at the same time that we're in the age now that we have to be verified that we are not a robot but we are a person um but that's that's where we are and and it's and it's so cool um to hear that you guys are really working on being kind of the forefront of that um look look i know we're at the tail end of our time and i'm sure that we could have easily gone into much much more information but for everybody out there that's watching and listening who would love to learn more and just dive deeper into your guys' story in your journey, what's the best way to connect with with each of you? Um, Ellie, I'll start with you, and then Luann, the same thing. Ellie, what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, probably uh, email. Uh, Luann can talk about more, but yeah, email, uh, chats. And, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll probably share some information. Luann can share some more. Perfect. Uh, Luann, for you? Yeah, I think uh, best way is through um, our email we are also in linkedin you know and actually we have uh, fundraising going on so you can nice. also go in there our credentials and our contacts are there as well so you can uh, you know go into invest.wall.com you'll find us there as well and for guys for anybody out there watching listening definitely check out the website uh, and the fact that there's an opportunity to invest in such a cool piece of technology, really make sure you deep dive into it. Uh, thank you so much, guys, you. for your time today. This was a lot of fun. Uh, you have yourselves an amazing day. And thank you for everybody out there watching, listening. We thank really you, appreciate Jason. it. Thank you. Thank you.